I suspect that most of us know that Peter and Paul were far from perfect human beings. Uh, Peter seemed to often say and do the wrong thing. Uh, Very occasionally, as we heard today, he got it right, but um, (laughs) most often not. And uh, of course, St. Paul, before he was St. Paul, before his conversion, uh, he persecuted the Christians. Uh, He was far from perfect. I assume that we also are well aware of the fact that these two men, despite their past, despite their weakness, were both chosen by Jesus to play a key role in the establishment of his church and the continuation of his presence and his mission in the world. It wasn't an accident. Jesus chose them. They didn't put their hand up and beg Jesus. No, Jesus chose them. Now, we might not put these two aspects of their life together, you know, their weakness, their failures, and the fact that they were chosen. But when we do put them together and we reflect on them together, we are faced with the shocking truth that God does extraordinary things through very ordinary and imperfect people, just like you and me. (laughs) I suspect that One reason we might not reflect on Peter and Paul's weakness and failures too often is because it keeps us off the hook. You know what I mean by that? It allows us to entertain the idea that God doesn't want to use us because, oh, well, I'm too weak. I have nothing to offer. You know, I'll just fade into the background. I'll just do my own thing. I'll let Father Dan do the do the stuff, or I'll let Cecilia do the stuff, or others do the stuff, but not me, you know. If we forget the fact that these two rocks of our church, Peter and Paul, were failures and sinners and didn't really have anything significant to offer, just like you and me, (laughs) if we forget that, then we can easily just be off the hook. But when we remember it, we think, oh, if God used them, then maybe he wants to use me, right? And that's really the point of my reflection today. Because when we look at the lives of Peter and Paul, uh, nothing can be further than the truth. The truth is that God uses us despite our weakness. Peter and Paul, uh, as the foundation stones of the church, they model to us the mission that is given to all Christians. And that is to carry on the presence and the word and the work of Jesus in the world. That's our core mission. And we we all share in that. So Paul uh, talks about the church as the body of Christ, as the the living body of of the living presence of Christ in the world. That's what we are. The church is not the, the walls. It's the living presence of Christ in the world through us. Paul says we are all members, we're all parts of that body. And if, if, if some members weren't doing their job, then the body wouldn't be working properly, right? Just like if my arm wasn't working. <laughs> See, it's, it's never just about me and Jesus. It's never just about what Jesus can do for me. Salvation is always about us and Jesus. God, God saves us, not just me. I know in this kind of individualistic Western society we live in, we think that way, don't we? Oh, 
Jesus comes and saves me and not him because he's black or white or gay or this or that, you know. But God saves us. We're all part of the body. We all have an important role to play. And and, and this role that we're called to play is not just our duty, but all the saints remind us that it is our deepest joy. Because when we play our role in the body, we're contributing to the salvation of the world. We're building a kingdom which is so much greater than our own little kingdom that we're building. Right? What we learn from Peter and Paul is that this role that we're all called to play in the body is not something that we come up with. Right? It's not something that we just make happen in our own brilliance and our own strength. Thank God for that. This, this role that we're called to play, our mission, it, it always flows out of the realisation of who Jesus really is. The Christ, the Son of God, the, the Saviour of the world. Did you notice today in the Gospel, as soon as Peter had this realisation of who Jesus really was, then Jesus gave him his mission immediately. He said, right, you get it? It's not because you're perfect. It's not because you're superhuman. It's because you realise who I really am. Therefore, you are the rock. (laughs) And I knew I'm going to build my church. So everything in our Christian life comes back to this. Our our primary task is to continue to, to open up to the revelation of who Christ is. We need to keep allowing the mystery of Christ to, to, to penetrate our minds and our hearts. Of course, it can be helpful to um, study about Jesus, to, to read and, and um, you know, to go to courses and, uh, and, of course, to listen to homilies. And, you know, that can all be helpful in, in understanding Christ more deeply, right? But... But the most important thing is that we allow Christ to reveal himself to us. It's ultimately revelation, you know, as we see with Peter. Um, Simon, you are happy, you're a happy man because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. Christ wants to reveal himself to us constantly. Our job is to be open to that revelation. And, and the key for that is, is humility. Remember Jesus said, um, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, um, for not revealing this to the wise and the learned, but to mere children. So it takes a real humility of heart. It, it takes an, a, a constant emptying out of ourselves. Uh, St. Paul said it today, didn't he? He says, uh, um, my life is, is being poured away as a libation. Right? St. Paul had this beautiful humility to him after his conversion, didn't he? It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. He, was, he had this, um, this profound openness to the revelation of Christ. And that's why he lived with such great power. Not because he was so good and so strong, but because he, he was just constantly open to, 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 to Christ revealing himself and his mission to him. So my... Simple encouragement today is that um, we, we keep coming back to this question of Jesus in the gospel. Who do you say I am?
and we come to that question with a humble heart. Who do I say Jesus is? And, and, and asking, you know, with that humility, with that openness, um, um, asking Jesus to reveal himself to us. That we might know the truth of who he really is. And, 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 and as, we, as we receive that revelation, that, that would reveal the truth of who we are and what it is that God is calling us to do with our lives.